Cryptkeeper, I, I would just like to wish you a happy Mommy's Day. And, Go fuck yourself. And a happy Mommy's Day to you too, Tanner. <laughs> I'm a oh. mother. I'm a motherfucker. Uh, we need to we... wish a happy Mother's Day to Mommy. Yeah, Mommy. And of course, the happiest Mother's Day to all of our mommies. Yes. Yes. Without you, we would have no life. Um... We've been gone for a while. You know what's funny? I was on travel, so I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to record this from my phone. It's gonna sound like shit. And then, and then lo and behold, I'm finally back and well. I'm the I'm the only one that's been available. Tater's broken back, metal's been on vacation, and I now I'm dying. <laughs> I'm I'm died. Died. I went to the Metal's the young man of the group. He's uh, the this man that, happened. This man summoned me. From a fucking summoning circle, and I'm here. Had to cough out the bullshit. dirt. Mine was just a pentagram made of cheese. <laughs> the man told me there would be. Did you summon Ripley a cheese devil? Here. No, I'm the cheese devil, bitch. Oh, I see. That's how you came yeah. to this earth. Makes sense. That's how. That's exactly how I came into this earth. Rhea Ripley okay. ordered a charcuterie board, and you were born upon this earth. Your mom. Yes, and that's actually why I have a a three legged hamster that helps me think by running on a wheel in my head. <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't, know that was, I didn't know where that was going. When I heard it. I was like, "What the?" I, I, all I heard was like, "I have three legs." I was like, "Oh, oh." What? <laughs> Sometimes, no, no. whenever I'm talking, I don't even know where the sentence is going, and we just somehow end up at the end. You end up at anyway, the end. Anyway, we should introduce ourselves. Hello, I'm the Crib Keeper, aka Spooky James, aka Macho Man. Apparently, three minutes, man. Three minutes. Three minutes. AKA, I'm dying inside. And oh, on the outside. Man. We gotta hear oh, it. Yeah, oh, my, oh my kid, I've been dead inside for years. Let's yeah, go, now millennials. We just, now we can just hear it making us endure that. And I'm Metal Blood Noisefire. And welcome to Suplex Society, the podcast where we talk about wrestling and other they loose horse shit. They didn't even introduce herself. Oh, she did. Yeah, Metal's just Tater. like, we're that. It's like, all right, is this my notice? <laughs> is this my pink uh. slip? Oh, like, this is just get right over. The business went right over. Like yo, fuck Tater. I'm the I'm the host with the most over here. That's all that matters. The Crypt Keeper and Metal, and this other random person that keeps talking about cheese. Ratatouille. <laughs> right now, I feel like Rat Patootie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my name's Tater, and I'm also, I guess, part of this because we you love are 100 percent part of this. You are the most of this. Hooray! Okay, my ego is back to being repaired. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's been such a long time since we've like, had this podcast. It's like uh, about three weeks. Which, oh, Jesus oops. Christ. Uh, uh, actually, our uh, audience. Uh, <laughs> we did die, a, I swear. It's been a big fucking three weeks, too, because there's there actually a lot of good wrestling over the last few weeks. Uh, uh, and a lot of bullshit, but that's, that's uh, uh, you know. We'll yeah, can't have one without the other at this point. Uh, I also, I don't know, I don't have news. A bunch of shit has come and gone since then, wow. so like news is kind of not worth talking about. Um, Pro- somebody oh. probably got fired. or probably some controversy somewhere. I'm just gonna bump, personally, this podcast called Behind the Bastards. Uh, one of my favorites. It's hosted by Robert Evans. He's a very cool journalist. He usually talks about all the worst people through history. We're talking stuff like the Dutch East India Trading Company. A lot of episodes about Hitler. He covered Jeffrey Epstein before I had even heard that name on the news. 
And this week, or at least for the next few weeks, he's going to be talking about none other than Vince McMahon. And <laughs> the first episode is out already right now, and he didn't even get to talking about it. He's just been talking about like the historical context of wrestling and how much of a nightmare it was in the past. Anyways, it's just really worth checking out. Everybody go look up Behind the Bastards. Go listen. Yo, yo go we're going to recommend podcast. Mine's not wrestling themed, but it's still pretty dope. They're called the the crypt keepers is basically to do watch the tales from the crypt and just talk about the history of each episode versus just comic comic book it's dope cool i'm a big fan of the crypt keeper pretty sure they have a wrestling episode you're such a fan that you've decided to take after him a little i did i was just like like cords are as shrunken and shriveled as his skin you can now hire spooky as the crypt keeper for kids parties Hello, boils or, ghouls, or kids. <laughs> you want to see? You want to see a fucking dead raccoon? I got you. Don't have spooky around kids. Not for any bad reasons. Just as I don't think it's good for their development. <laughs> no, let me tell raccoon? you. Let me. Yeah. Let me tell you Let's about why Miss Samar is a great child movie. <laughs> oh my god! You First know all, what? I don't, don't, don't post this on Craigslist. You're gonna get some weirdo. <laughs> Uh, who the hell uses crazy besides weirdos? The fuck? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. That's, that's how you get. Uh, I, man, I tried to buy a cell phone once on there, and the dude told me to meet him in the alley, and I was like, "Yeah, nope, not doing that. That sounds like a setup." Nah. Yeah, anyway, back to back to wrestling. All right. Uh, so the first episode we should probably talk about is, uh, or we could just talk about the draft in general. Fuck, it sucked. It was stupid. Yeah. Tell us how you really feel, yeah. Spooky. I did during the fucking draft. I said it with everybody on the call. It was dumb. I didn't. I don't understand why they made an emphasis or like a fucking whole thing about teams can be get split up. Not any team got split up. No factions got split That's up. True. They they that was the one thing they kept threatening. Like, oh, it's gonna shake the foundations of WWE to its cores. We might end up splitting up some teams. And what they really meant is they were going to split up rivalries <laughs> and all the teams get to stay together. They got drafted like as a unit. It was very strange. I thought it was like individually get drafted, but apparently like, the first the first draft pick that happens is Roman Reigns, Paul Sokoa, and Paul Heyman as uh, a unit to SmackDown. Uh, How is that even? A- all right. Listen, I understand kayfabe and wrestling has to seem like a sport is that's the general uh foundation we're building on here but don't do a draft and i don't know a draft is like the least interesting part of a sport <laughs> why are we doing this it's just fake silliness but okay also my big another big ass beef i had was why why did we have two champions right the women champion one was smackdown one was raw went to the opposite brands with the fucking other championship yeah you think what was the point Honestly, and now it's gone so far that it would be weird for them to do a title switch. If they had done a title switch literally like that day, I, think I would have not thought about it another second. Just be like, oh, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah uh, now I'm going to say, okay, SmackDown champion on Raw. Yeah, what are you Raw doing? champion what on SmackDown. Not weird at all. Oh, they did introduce a new championship. They did. That was also the next big thing is there's a new heavyweight championship for Raw. They had teased it before that it would go to whatever brand was the opposite of, of the brand Roman that, yep. that Roman Reigns would land on. 
So with Roman being drafted to SmackDown in the first pick, we essentially set this new title to be on the Raw brand. So, and then okay. they fucked that up already. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, I think everything you said, it all ended up being kind of nothing because all the factions are nice and safe in their own brands. The Raw Women's Championships are on opposite like nights, which is weird. And uh, also, who cares? I don't know. <laughs> this makes me feel nothing, to be honest. Uh, I don't know why they they did bring the NXT Championship and uh, NXT True. Women's Championship. Was I was like, so are you trying to fucking ruin NXT? What the fuck going on with that? Yeah, they've also. I I don't watch very much NXT, so it was just a bunch of new faces that meant nothing to me personally. And some championships that I'm like, oh well, now I feel bad for whoever's still in NXT. What are they yeah. fighting for? Yeah, fighting for nothing apparently because this took all their championships. Tater thoughts? There ain't a thought behind my eyes because I don't understand a draft for the staged fighting. And I'll be honest, I always get confused at which SmackDown is on Monday. Is it Monday SmackDown? Friday SmackDown. That's raw. <laughs> See, it doesn't even make a difference. There's not a thought behind my eyes. <laughs> I feel like a, a kid that was sitting there quiet and the teacher calls on him anyway. Yeah, that's, 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 that's why you just oh, go with the flow, bro. You just pretend like you know. I know nothing, man. I don't even think Having I can a... bullshit my way out of a paper bag with this one. Here for a good time. I'm just here to see some fighting and I just know I can show up on Monday and Friday. You show up on Monday and Friday. I would um, like, well, let's watch, let's watch AEW, but God, I it's so hard keeping up with fucking Monday Night Raw and SmackDown already. So I think we had some good fights strewn throughout this. We uh, on SmackDown we had like the Usos versus Sami Zayn and uh, Solo Sokoa. Oh, ooh, well, Kevin Owens. My bad. The My Usos. Boy. Uh, I don't remember that match. <laughs> the Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, and this was supposed to be like Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens sort of solidifying their win from WrestleMania, and they do. They win. So the Osos, who dedicated this fight to their tribal chief, embarrassed themselves. Lost, yep, and lost. Yeah, so that was a hell of a thing. I was, I remember when they, I remember when they, they kept like hyping up, you know, this is you know, you know, giving shouts to Roman Reigns. I was like, you know, if you lose, it's gonna go bad for you. Mm-hmm. The whole uh, time I was like, they're gonna lose, and he's gonna kick him out of a damn bloodline. Selena Vega fought Sonya Deville. I thought that fight was, I think it was. This was supposed to be a hype up. Zelina Vega moment because she would be fighting Rhea Ripley at Backlash. Yeah. Uh, I thought that fight actually did not hype up Zelina Vega enough. She kind of got her, she kind of like won by the skin of her teeth, but then Rhea Ripley attacked her and then Zelina Vega reversed her rib tied into a DDT, which really shook Rhea Ripley. Oh, so yeah, I like awesome. I like that ending. I just thought it was kind of silly to have her barely beat Sonya Deville. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, what? I, and like, Zelina Vega is like, I don't know, she's like such a badass, and it just, I don't know, I feel like yeah. they should just give her so much more than just a barely win kind of thing. Like, come on. I agree, a hundred percent. That I thought it was a bad choice for her to like. That's going to make her a believable opponent, I guess. Rhea Ripley, like, she's already out of dog, but at least let it make it look like, oh, okay, she has a chance of beating Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Let's see. On Raw, night two of the draft, we have um, Braun Strowman versus and Ricochet versus the Alpha Academy. I think this one I liked a lot because this was like the the first match after Braun Strowman's very um, infamous 
glove with Ricochet where he threw him on the ground. And they brought it back uh-huh. around. They brought it back around where Braun Strowman threw everybody out of the ring and then Ricochet came up behind him and Braun Strowman grabbed him and Ricochet had to be like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so that was a really great um, recovery on a flub to make it like a really funny moment and build on it. And they just made it seem like Braun Strowman's just this wild man who is just throwing everybody. And Ricochet had to take a moment like, oh, okay, yeah, pick me up and throw me at them. That was great. That was great. That was like a humorous way to do it. I yeah, I do. I I do enjoy that they keep referencing back because that is still one of the most iconic things that I've uh, seen. I love, started watching. <laughs> I love it. I just, I just, I just always on repeat for me in my head. Just him grabbing, <laughs> ricochet like nothing, and throw him at nothing. It's so funny. <laughs> if I could get that video tattooed on myself, oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be ten out of ten. Honestly, I can't hear that. Uh, let's see. Our next day of wrestling was SmackDown before a uh, backlash, and oh boy, I well, I know I know it was like super packed with shit. Oh my god! Okay, listen, San Juan, Puerto Rico knows how to show the fuck up for a wrestling I, match. I feel like they oh, were more hyped than WrestleMania. They honestly, it felt like it. I was a lot more like excited about just the crowd than I was during WrestleMania. I think WrestleMania is almost too big. When you have like a big old football stadium looking at two people, it's like weird. <laughs> yeah, and I just like I think WrestleMania would be cool to go to, but I don't know. It's just like there's like so many people for just a tiny little ring. But like really in Puerto it's Rico, huge. it's just like they were just fucking I loved it. I love that energy. Well, I they think were, it's because yeah. it's not like I don't think they had I'm assuming they don't have like wrestling come there. Nobody don't go there like that often. I can imagine not. Yeah. So basically the whole Fucking island was just like, yo, fuck it, we all going. <laughs> the whole island was there, probably. I will say there, um, the entrance spot was kind of funny because it was not your usual like giant gigant gigantotron. It was just like an entrance hallway was like lit up. I still, uh, I loved it. But uh, yeah, it didn't detract from it too much. There was still plenty of spectacle and grandiose, you know, entrance. It's not like the fucking mile long runway at the. What's well, it? The uh, Rumble. The Royal Rumble. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you people... need to jog a mile for high for school to do that fucking entrance. Uh, yeah, that honestly was true. I, I forgot about how long that motherfucker was. The, <laughs> well, the, fucking... en- the entrance ramp to WrestleMania felt like that in a way where it was like, ooh, they're going to have to take uh, half yeah. an hour to get down that shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, because the fucking was just like, one, it was tall as fuck. I was like, Jesus Christ. They got in a rain or anything. I still Oof. wish that they would have did a slip and slide or some shit. I mean, obviously people were going to get injured. Finn Balor got his <laughs> head gashed. So, I mean, add some fun. Put the fucking... Have some fun the- with it. Have some fun. Yeah, you know, just, you know, you know if they get hurt, they get hurt. <laughs> That's what uh, hospitals are for. But yeah, some, some fights from that uh, night before Backlash. We have Rey Mysterio and Zelina Vega versus Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley. Um, I don't have notes anymore. That fight was awesome. I th- Selena Vega showed up and really like showed Rhea Ripley that she was uh, a threat. Threw her a shoe at her. <laughs> I think that was that not at Backlash when she actually threw the junkla. Oh wait, never mind. Yeah, I lied. Yeah. Uh, well, a funny note is like her um hair was orange and silver at that point, and the announcers actually mentioned that it was inspired by anime Demon Hunt Slayer. I think. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Oh and, shit! Yeah, I didn't even say. And um, 
I just thought it was funny. I was like, wow, a wrestling announcer just talked a full ass thing about anime on national TV. When, when was the last time you saw that? Like, he actually mentioned character names and stuff that I don't even know. Me either. And I watched uh, it. I don't know either because I don't know shit about anime. No, but shout out to anime fans. Go you. You you did it. So. Yeah, you, you finally made it somewhere. <laughs> You're welcome. I'll, I'll take credit for it. <laughs> Thank you, Spooky. Thank it's you. all you. It's all you. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking to the commentaries before, before they said that. I was like, yo, mention Doom Slayer. We had Shinsuke Nakamura versus Karrion Cross, so they finally tied up that thing that they've been teasing for a few weeks now with Karrion Cross doing his tarot card reading or whatever. That dude's oh. so fucking boring. And Shinsuke killed. Yeah, I'm not a Shinsuke fan of Karrion Cross. Amazing. Karrion Cross so damn boring to me. No, he's he's not as spooky as obviously Undertaker or even Bray Wyatt or even the House of Black or like there's a lot better no, people doing yeah. it. But he's trying to be a little bit too much. I think he, I think he, as if he's trying to do the "I'm the spooky wrestler" thing, he's not committing enough, in my opinion. I just, I just, I just find him very boring, very bland. Mm-hmm. I can lie. Every time he comes on 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 my TV, I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, is this is this guy over? Is he done yet? It's like oh, the perfect time to go use the bathroom. Yeah, skip out on carrying cross. We live for Shinsuke. Oh, by the way, everybody. Singing the shit out of Shinsuke's mm. amazing theme song is super hype. Oh, dude, I loved it. I loved every fucking moment of it. Not, yeah, and San Juan in particular, they're living it up. You gotta love them. Yo, they were so fucking hyped for that shit. They really were. Which made me, in return, very fucking hyped. Um, I think next we had a spot <clears throat> from Cody Rhodes promoting his fight with Brock Lesnar. It was just a quick little, like, hell yeah, we're going to do this. Bring it on, Brock. And it was so good. I just remember being super hyped. Cody Rhodes knows how to work the mic, like, so well. He's amazing. He He's so good really does. I think the one thing that I did love um, was, like, the the use of the mic between him and Roman Reigns. Like, that was just some of my favorite, like, going back and forth. Yeah. He called him out, and him. then Reigns is like, well, you're dead. Let him love you. <laughs> Yeah, they did that shit for months. Uh, and it was, it was, yeah, for sure hype. It was great. Yeah, Brock Lesnar, he just fucking, he just attacks. He doesn't really use the mic. He just kind of grunts and he's got to run. He, no, he knows how to just cut to when it, when he needs to. And I think because he's the tribal chief, undisputed champion, he's resting on his laurels a little bit because Cody comes in and decimates him so well. But all Roman has to do is be like, yeah, uh, look at this belt, bitch. <laughs> You know, and he just takes it over, so it's great. Yes. Um, I guess that'll bring us to the night of nights backlash itself, which holy yeah. shit! What a probably, fucking day! One of my favorite pay per views so far this year. You it was so fucking good. I actually have notes for backlash, and I think it was so good that it's actually worth talking about. So give me one second to go get. It. All right, Tater. How about that weather? It's actually nice. It's been. Not raining for the first time in been so forever. It's been so fucking hot here. I'm fucking dying. Oh my god. Yeah, because it was like almost 80 the last couple of days. So I'm sure it's hot as fuck. It's oh, a whole god. different uh, world down there. Uh, I'm dying, bro. Ugh. I swear to God, this right. did not work out at the end long. Backlash, May 6th. We're getting back on format here because I have some notes. Hell yeah. 
our first night of match of the night was uh, Bianca Blair versus Io Sky for the women's championship, the Raw women's championship. Um, I like this match. Oh, this match was incredible. Actually, Io mm-hmm. Sky is a star. We need to see more of her. Bianca showing her like all due respect, which is great. Um, both of them showing up super physically. It was amazing. Uh, Bianca Blair hurt her arm at one point by like uh, doing like she lands like this weird backbreaker that goes wrong. So she you can tell she starts favoring her arm really bad. And Io Sky goes after it. I was like, yeah, break her arm. See, I became a, a big Bianca fan after WrestleMania. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I don't so know. She's just, she's fucking awesome, dude. I, I'm so not. How could you not love her? I'm only, I only love one person, Oscar. Well, yeah, I mean, but it wasn't Bianca and Oscar. I don't care. Bitch. <laughs> uh, I remember at one point, uh, Bianca is in a hold, but she manages to break out, break out of it and just like slams EO Sky face down into the mat in a way that I was like, that had to hurt so fucking bad. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Like some of these moves, like. It makes me hurt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like a one-armed powerbomb because Bianca only had one arm, so she had to like lift EO Sky with one arm and then slam her back down, which is awesome. Uh, I, you know, I did like that. I was like, holy shit. Heck, yeah. Damage control showed up. Not Bailey comes. No, of course not. Um, But Bailey like, grabs Bianca's braid, and the ref catches it, which gives Bianca enough time to come around and pin EO Sky. So I think they're also setting up a little bit here that I think EO Sky might have almost had a chance, but Bailey cheated and lost it for her. Which I'm going to be just... honest, as soon as I seen the damn show, I was like, God damn it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, they're, next, they're just going to make her lose. Yeah, uh, they do, which is, I guess this is an interesting way to set up the end of damage control, which seems like what they've been teasing for a little while now. Yeah, they've been teasing that for like months. But yeah, so Bianca uh Bianca gets the KOD. She wins it. She's still a champion. And we'll see how this affects damage control. Come. Yeah, hopefully they break up. Our next fight is Omos versus Seth Rollins. Yawn. Um, Seth Rollins was, is trying uh, to get his, his song going. Whoa. And then Omos just kicks him. And he's like, no, no, no. We're not doing that shit. Which I thought was very funny. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I went to the bathroom. Oh, so you just totally <laughs> skipped out on this one. Okay. No, this I, is the one where you left it on mute and then we all were making our own sound effects. Oh wait, yeah, never mind. I was there. I forgot. I was you there. were. <laughs> made the match interesting. Oh yeah, we we literally muted the sound and just started doing our own commentary with our own sound effects because it was so fucking boring. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was zero out of ten. Well, it's like Omoth's <laughs> only character, like personality, is being tall, and Seth Rollins is. But he has a song. Yeah. Unpopular yeah, opinion. Like, I had a good time. I had a good time doing this fight. Because of us. You sure about that? I do remember when we were watching it and you guys were doing your bits that I was like legitimately reacting to the match. And I was like, oh, I'm just, I'm ruining the mood of their bits, I think, a little bit. I'll be honest. I wasn't even paying attention to what you were saying. I, just, I, I got know, way too I know. into it. Guys- <laughs> I don't even remember any of it. I just remember... Voice in the commentary team. I mean, it was almost the same match as Omos versus Brock Lesnar because there's no other way to do this match. Yeah, I went. I went. To, I went to the guys from that match. I remember that one. Yeah, Omos beat up Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins 
fights him a little bit, then a little bit more until he has to do something really wild, and then he wins. That's kind of exactly what happened with Brock Lesnar. It's exactly what happened here. Uh, the one thing I thought was fun was that Seth Rollins had to do a super curb stomp because he's just so oh, yeah. tall that he had to like do it from the top rope, which is kind of cool. That's like the one thing in the match. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. So yeah, and then at the end, where you know the match ended, that was my favorite then, part. <laughs> I was like, thank God's over. Our next match was uh, Bobby Lashley versus Bronson Reed versus Austin Theory for the Intercontinental Title. No, I'm sorry, the oh. American Title. Wait, is it, is it the U.S. Is, yeah, is this the U.S. Title. Correct. Sorry, my you just said American Title. I said, like, what the fuck? What, what the fuck? Did Whatever I the fuck it's called, the other one, the not the Intercontinental Title. They're all this made man, like this man is like the fucking one that's not relevant. <laughs> no, it's the one that Austin Theory has. I'm like, is John Cena's getting too old? <laughs> Honestly, probably. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I guess Austin Theory will do. Austin Theory uh, basically John, John Cena. <laughs> Except we can see him. <laughs> uh, early on, we see Austin Theory breaks um, Bronson Reed out of a hurt locker attempt, which he did before. I think that's how he like fought when he fought um, Bobby Lashley earlier, and Bronson, uh, Bronson Reed came and interrupted. Austin Theory did this drop kick on him. He does the exact same move here. And um, Bronson Reed and Austin Theory team up on Lashley for a little while. But eventually Bronson Reed's like, nah, 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 we're not doing this and betrays Austin Theory. I ain't gonna lie, I loved it. Oh, it's so good. It's such a good match. It's super fun to watch. Yeah, the ending was wild, though. I'm surprised. Really? I, I think I, I exactly called this. I was like, oh, we're going to see Austin Theory pull a third party here on Bronson Reed. You were right. Because I think still... <laughs> exactly what happened. Yeah. Lashley manages to kind of get one up on Bronson Reed. He like lifted him off the air in the air and like slammed him down, which is always wild and like speared him. But Austin Theory like just kind of comes from behind, smacks Lashley, throws him out of the out of the uh, ring for just long enough to steal his pin. And he takes the win. And I was like, oh, you know what? I respect it. I respect Austin Theory. Work smarter, not harder. Exactly. Dude, that must be Austin Theory's catchphrase. I mean, never works hard. I mean, we'll find a way to <laughs> do it easy as hell. Uh, it worked against him in a future match, which I don't know if we'll get to or not. But it was really funny because he's he was in another three-way match. And he just looks at the other two and goes, go for it. And then they both immediately turn on him and start fighting him. That was really, really funny. I do remember that. I was like, Damn, oh, it was during the it was during the three way um, with Lashley and Sheamus for the Intercontinental or for the new heavyweight title. We'll get to that later. Uh, but yeah, so go Austin Theory. Well done. Way to go. Uh, our next fight was Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega. I was actually super fucking hyped for this. This is the one time I rooted against mommy. I really want like Zelina Vega. I'm sorry. Like, I got to go with her. She's Thank badass. You. I mean, Rhea's a badass too, but like, come on, it's Selena. I never, I hate to say it, I never thought that ever let Selena Vega win. Well, you know, she is a member of LWO. Makes sense. Yeah, they they did get the win. They did get the win at SmackDown. Good for them. Yeah, barely. Yeah, I was about to say, they barely get the win. Don't get me started on the LWO. But yeah, so Selena Vega shows up, dressed out, super decked out in her, she had changed her error to be red white and blue she had a big puerto rico flag like just literally wearing a flag she looked oh, yeah. great and she's like 
crying oh, before the match started because she was like fighting for her hometown. Uh, it was great. It was great. I I loved it so much. I enjoyed every like, moment. It's um, like we knew what the ending would be. No, yeah, it, just because we still want to hold on to it. Yeah, for sure. And I think there was still a lot of holding on. Like, oh, she could do this. She could do this. And never happens. So you make it through up. a Tonkla at Rhea Ripley. Absolutely loved it. Thought it was hilarious. Great. Uh, Rhea, um, Selena Vega tries to do another Hurricane Rana. She's been doing these to Rhea Ripley in all the weeks leading up to this match. And Rhea Ripley no-sells it. Like, she just, <laughs> she made, like, tanks it. And we're, like, she does not get thrown out. She just immediately catches it. It's great. Uh, I love it. Um, Rhea Ripley tells San Juan to suck it. A part of me hopes this suck it gesture comes back into this. Like, I hope kids are doing the suck it thing. It's very funny. This, this, this ass fool. Bro, I got so much trouble for that shit. I know. Oh, the 90s are back. Oh, Lord. Tater, oh, we're, kids, we're, kids, we're kids doing suck it <laughs> during your time in what fucking middle school? No, I went to fucking bumfuck nowhere high school. And, like, I don't even think. Those are the I... people that watch wrestling. Yeah, but no, like, listen, my town was like 30 years behind the time, so maybe I'll go back <laughs> and maybe it finally reached them. Oh, man. We didn't have cell phone service until 2012. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Rhea tries to do a riptide on Zelina Vega, but Zelina reverses it into a DDT. Then she, like, gets a 619 and the frog splash. Rhea still kicks out. I mean, I'm this, I was mad-eyed for 619. I was like, oh hell my god. Yeah. She got it. She fucking did oh, it. Uh, so oh, good. She's doing it right. She's doing it right, Mysterio. Jesus. And as you know. Uh, yeah, but you could tell that's that's always like the... That always spells the end of the match for that person. When a person does their finishing move and it gets kicked out, it's like, uh-oh, you're done. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're like, done. oh, she is not gonna last. Um, I thought Rhea so at this point obviously Rhea's on the downswing because Zelina's gotten so much momentum literally on her uh, but I think the way she reverses it where Zelina Vega kind of does another bounce off the ropes like she's going to do another 619 but Rhea just kind of does this sweep kick and Rhea's huge so when that sweep kick connects you're like oh it's it's fucking over it was so it was so good so she does that kick riptide pin she wins I was disappointed, even though I do like Rhea Ripley. Still wanted her to lose. We were the only ones that were rooting. That is fucking true. Everyone else was like, oh my god, Judgment Day, yeah. I'm just hoping. I was like, LWO, baby. I'm LWO's biggest fan. I'm LWO. Even though they don't believe in LWO either, because they don't fucking want them motherfuckers to win a match. Never. They're never going to win them. Sorry. Bullshit. I thought it was. <laughs> uh, I thought it was nice that after the match they let um, you know Rhea Ripley leaves and they let Zelina Vega have a little moment and Puerto Rico just gives her standing ovation, which is so nice. That's great. Oh yeah, it's it great. Like they just put, they left that. The in the, yeah, I Listen, her. support your girl. All right, you're the one that's thrown around just because she lost. Come on, she uh, lost. It was rigged. It was rigged. rigged. I mean, yes, you're over. Asset justice, justice for San Juan. Yes. Yeah. Get a trend. Speaking of which, Twitter now. Do you remember the next fight? No. Uh, was I it bad money? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was bad. Oh, dude, that was. I ain't gonna lie. I was very 
I don't know if I was hyped for it as much as I was just fucking interested in how the hell this match is going to go. Yeah. Oh, my God. It this was, match uh, is wild. It was amazing. I loved so it. We get our San Juan street fight with Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest. Uh, Damian Priest absolutely dominates for a large portion of this fight, just beating the absolute crap out of Bad Bunny. I think Bad Bunny oh. gets a kendo stick at some point and kind of yep. looks like he annoys Damian Priest, but Damian Priest kind of catches it and throws it away. Like, I don't need all these all this shit at all to beat you. Um, and at one point, like Damian Priest starts to like leave the match. Like he's just like, nah, fuck you, dude. I'm not doing your stupid street fight here. And then Bad Bunny chases him with a trash can, but Damian Priest just kicks the trash can into his face. <laughs> oh my god i was I just like why it. why are you chase throw it at him what the fuck are you doing such such good bad guy shit where he's just like ah gotcha it's so good damien priest is yeah. amazing dude he honestly really is i was very surprised how well he was bad bunny did decently well after he got his ass beat for like half the fucking match well i mean selling getting an ass beaten is also part of wrestling in which case yeah. Bunny all still did really fucking good yeah that man's god i was just like oh like, damn i was like are we sure he's not hurt i know okay so at one point damien priest takes bad bunny through the crowd climbs oh. up onto a, a giant travel case uh crate I, thing yeah, i think it was a travel case yeah and does a, it's called a broken arrow. He does a broken arrow on Bad Bunny right through, through a the fucking table. Know, was it a table? A table. Like, it was some st- structure that was obviously built to collapse. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, he like pulled him up and like did it right through this whole thing that all crumbled under him. Oh, it was so fucking awesome. Adam Pierce comes out and is like, no, please. Oh, we, can't, we can't afford the lawsuit Bad Bunny's Sony Studios is going to hit us with because you took away our next Bad Bunny album. Uh, <laughs> oh my god but um damien priest brings him drags bad bunny back to the ring and it's about like, to, i know your ass he's about to like kick him one last time but bad bunny kind of dodges it and damien priest sends his leg right into the post oh yeah that's just fucking hilarious and this starts to spell his end because from here on out his knee is hurting. He's just grabbing his leg the whole time. Bad Bunny is attacking it and getting the one up here. So just as Damon Priest looks like he's about to lose, we got our boys Finn Balor and Dominic Mysterio coming out to save him. Wow, surprising. But they beat up on Bad Bunny for a little bit. The Judgment Day comes out? No way. Oh, Judgment Day is here to, to cheat? Who, who, who could have seen this coming? Well, never. They would never. I've never seen that before. I guess he's really ready to lie, cheat, and steal over here. It's a LWO, baby. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, so we got Rey Mysterio and uh, Santos Escobar comes to save them. And I think they fight to a kind of a standstill. But then who else comes out but Carlito? Oh, oh my God. I was so hyped. I was like, oh, my God. So they oh, chase like, off. Uh... They chase off Judgment Day. Carlito over here looking fucking huge. And as they're going back, yeah, he does. He he looks great. I hope they manage to bring him back more. Oh, I hope hope, let him be regular. Let him just be a regular wrestler. I will be hyped. Bring the apple back too. Um, and as Ray Mysterio, or I'm sorry, Dom and Finn Balor are retreating, uh, they get caught by Savio Vega (laughs) at the entrance. 
I was like, what? I was like, what about the fuck happened? What the fuck? Which listen, like Savio Vega is an older older wrestler, but he still does a couple of really big, you know, fun moves on Dom and Finn. It's very fun. And it was amazing. Hyped as heck. I honestly enjoyed this match. I enjoyed all the interference. I honestly just loved it. So at this yeah, point, we, really we're good. back on uh, Bad Bunny and uh, Damian Priest. All of the all the our side our side fighters have kind of like left the ring. And Bad Bunny puts Damian Priest in a figure four leg lock to really attack that messed up leg. Oh yeah, that was just like they made him die. No, he was so yeah. the fuck out of that leg. He really was. Uh, he goes to like spear Bad Bunny, but Bad Bunny dives out of the way, and Priest dives right into a chair. I was uh, just like, but- bro, <laughs> to a chair that I think he had set up earlier. He right? did. That's the weird. That's just a wild thing. I was like, how do you not know your fucking chairs right there, dude? This is the rule. If you set up a a weapon to be smacked into, you're usually the one that goes through. I've learned that. That is true. That is, this that is, is like honestly facts. That's like wrestling one-on-one. That's almost exactly how it goes every time. I can't think of a counterexample, but I can think of several I, examples. I can't think of a time that it ever worked, to be honest. <laughs> you know, it worked. I think of it from the steel cage match from WrestleMania. Exactly, exactly. And we're the in the uh, table. Oh. Yep. Oh, God. Edge sets up the table. And he's the one that ends up going through. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. Every t- the day somebody uses it and doesn't go through it, I'm gonna be shocked. I'm gonna be I'm shocked. Yes, yeah. I remember Kevin Owens setting up all those chairs, and Solzakoa slammed him through them. Yeah, I was yeah, just like, exactly. all that work, man. All that all work, work just to get put through the fucking table, or do not even a table. The fucking well, it kind of looked like it was a table of chairs. <laughs> And I think so. Bad Bunny finally gets like a senton and does the funniest like fall onto Damien Priest. Like, oh my god! Oh, yeah. like, this is exactly how I just lay on the floor when I'm blackout drunk. It's just like face first, just oh. he just lands oh, yeah. on him, not really holding him or anything. He gets the pin and he wins. It was great. I absolutely enjoyed this. So guess what? You got your your justice for LWO. Was an original member, but okay. <laughs> you tried Listen, to sell it metal. I give you props. It was consecrated, all right. He got a shirt. Tell me shit. We're, they when, made when the shirt it? in Puerto Rico colors for him. Don't matter. That's oh, it. He's not a regular member. All right, he's an honorary member. That's different. He's not. They're weekly. It doesn't count. Oh yes, spoke is the wrestling police. I am. All right, the LWO police. I'm here. I'm here to. I like it how I also her. support the LWO, but I can't. <laughs> Just shit it on Spooky. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine. <laughs> no, not me. Uh, our next fight was the Bloodline versus Sami Zayn, Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. This match, I was fucking. There's some areas in it I was very shocked by. Mm hmm. I'll wait for you to get Let's to see. it. We opened up with Jay versus Sammy. We've seen this fight. Uh, yeah. Jay eventually okay. tags in Jimmy. And Sammy tags in Kevin, then Kevin tags in Matt, then Matt brings it back to Sammy. So at this point, Jimmy has actually been getting kind of destroyed. But yeah. once he finally kind of gets to the corner, Solo tags himself in. So Solo's just showing up full force here. He's just like, I am sick of these guys. My brothers are kind of dipshits. It's my job here. As an enforcer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. Um. Okay, so I should point out, this is not my joke, but one of our friends while we were watching, shout out Storm said man 
Solosakoa is just the kid boo version of Rikishi. Oh I laugh. I laugh so hard. If you guys know anything about Dragon Ball Z, that just tracks so fucking well. That's so funny. I, I have no idea what the fuck that even means. Okay, it's it doesn't matter. But he, <laughs> God damn it, you non nerds, non Dragon Ball Z fans. How do you not, not love Dragon Ball Z? How do you not love Dragon Ball? Anyway, it's the same fucking episode every episode. They take ten episodes to fucking do one fight. <laughs> Say the same about wrestling. Bullshit. Spooky podcast spinoff on anime takes. <laughs> Bro, that shit will get me canceled now. <laughs> oh shit, I'm dead. So with solo dude. with solo in the match, he starts destroying Sammy a little bit. Uh he keeps him in there. He tags the Usos back in for a little while. They keep Sammy isolated. Uh finally Sammy manages to tag in Matt Riddle. And Matt Riddle kind of like fucking took out everybody for a minute there. Dude, he is man, bro, bro. He's bro. That's all yeah, I can well, say. When Matt Riddle wants to show up, he shows the fuck up. It's great. Dude, I love it. Uh, so yeah, so he takes on everybody. Uh, eventually, it's back to um to Jay, and Jay's ready to go attack. Uh, I think uh Kevin Owens at this point, and then Solo tags himself in without Jay's permission. And Jay just gives him like a stink face, like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And as soon as Solo gets out of the, you know, into the ring, um, Jay tags himself back in like, no, this is not how this goes. Uh, but if, so that kind of sets up like a couple of moments where Solo is finally like winning. He spikes Kevin and Jay comes up behind him and Solo grabs him and it looks like Solo is about to spike Jay as well. So there's a really tense moments with the bloodline. But uh, so Jay was in the ring. Uh Jay's kind of doing not too great against Matt Riddle, but uh, Solo Sokoa does a surprise blind tag that Matt Riddle does not clock. So Matt Riddle is still destroying Jay, but Solo sneaks up behind him, does a solo spike, and gets a pin. And gets uh, so he wins it for the bloodline. Solo brings it out. Yeah, Solo definitely gives the big brother vibes. He's the little brother. Uh. But he gives, you know what? He got big brother vibes, though. He is bigger, literally, physically. <laughs> Yeah, because how I imagine it, because like I have two older brothers, is like <laughs> fucking You're like solo? I'm sitting there doing something wrong. No, I'm like the thing is like if I'm doing something wrong, like they'll just come over and be like, I'm gonna do it. So that's why he gave me big brother vibes, even though he's Fair. a little brother. Fair. I no, I'm honestly not surprised. I'm not surprised solo one. Mm-mm. Because to be honest, Jimmy and Jay have been losing the Sammy. And Kevin for like fucking weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At this point, they're definitively uh, the worst team compared to Sammy and Kevin. Mm-hmm. They've only managed to win by cheating. Yep. And in this case, I think there has been minimal cheating. I can't even. I can't remember. Like uh, Solo wins with a blind tag, which is sort of uh, not really cheating. No, just you know, should have been paying attention. Yep. But I was honestly at the end of the match, they started getting into it again. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. I was like, is he about to fucking, is he about to fucking literally take his own brother out? That was yeah. When when he grabbed Jay, I was like, oh shit, here we go. Even though I like the bloodline, I was saying hit him, hit him. Honestly, I I just want to see what happens. I was like, oh ho ho, this shit about to be interesting. They have alluded to for weeks, alluded to Usos being kicked out of the bloodline. Yeah, with Paul Heyman saying like, you know, Solo will take you know care of business and looking at the Usos and oh 
Yeah, saying like, uh, if you guys don't take care of the problem, Solo will take care of the problem. Yeah, looking at looking mean? at the Uso. Yeah, looking at the Who's Uso the when he said it. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, of course the Uso never fucking see it. No, oh my god, they're in such denial. There's or they yeah. don't, apparently they just don't watch the show because I'm like, what the fuck? Sammy's Man. been telling them. Sammy has been telling them exactly. This is gonna be what goes on. Oh, yeah, they should listen. Our final fight of the night is Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Oh, this match. I did not like the ending. No? Mm. So, you know what? That's funny. I didn't like the beginning. (laughs) So, we we bring in Cody, then Brock comes in, and Cody attacks Brock before he even gets into the ring. So, like, Cody smacks him up a bit with a chair and beats him up, and then we ring the bell. So I think to me it's already like, all right, Cody, you've sort of sullied your your win, your potential win here already. Uh, but he beats up Brock Lesnar, he gives him two disaster kicks, but on the third one, Brock catches him. Oh, dude, I was just like, this dude's about to die. And from that point on, uh, Cody Rhodes is in Suplex fucking city downtown. Uh, he starts getting suplexed all over the place. Uh, I did, I missed exactly how a turnbuckle got exposed, but a turnbuckle got exposed. And didn't Brock Lesnar like take it off? Did he do that? So Brock Lesnar is the one that actually exposed the turnbuckle. I I I want to. I think so. Yeah. So I missed how that started. Oh, you know what? This is another example. If you set up some shit, you're the one that has to eat it. This is exactly what happens. Cody sends Brock into the corner. Brock eats shit on an exposed turnbuckle and busts his face wide open, which either A, it was a fluke, or B, it is a, um, if it's a fluke, it's very lucky, or if it's a setup, goddamn, dude, Brock Lesnar put his face on a metal ring and busted his, like, sent blood everywhere. I just, Ew. I'm, yeah. So, Hope Tater, you missed, you missed, ponchos. you missed this match, huh? I did. Yeah. I was a boomer and had to go to bed for work. There was blood everywhere. Yes. Like, mo- if you see replays or uh, footage from this on on YouTube, it has to be in black and white. Everybody uh, black and whites it out because there's just so much blood. Oh, <laughs> my God. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, Cody gives Brock Lesnar a Cody cutter, but Brock Lesnar kicks out. Brock Lesnar gives him an F5, but Cody kicks out. Uh, Brock Lesnar gets Cody into this arm hold. That looks like Cody is done for because there's no way he's getting out of this. And there's only so long that he can take it before he's out. So Cody does the smart thing and basically just takes that hold and puts Brock Lesnar on his L on his shoulders. So they effectively pins him. So Cody basically wins with a surprise roll up. The most yes. And Split I thought team. it was the fucking dumbest fucking goddamn thing. I like, yeah. you know, what I'm saying? I like Cody Rhodes, but I thought that win was fucking trash. This win, yeah, it's a very non-definitive win because he ekes it out. But you know what? This is a work, right? Because this is set up for more. They yeah, obviously, which... they, I think Cody Rhodes is still on a path to beating Roman Reigns eventually. Maybe WrestleMania 40, maybe SummerSlam. But so given that he's on this like side quest, as it were, to beat Brock Lesnar, I think it's smart that they lengthened it a little bit. And we'll see later that, yeah, this is this was done for length. Like, Cody doesn't get a real victory over no. Brock Lesnar. Like, he doesn't definitively get a pin. He gets, like, this surprise roll-up. So I like it. Def- which is definitely not the same thing. I Like, in the moment, obviously, it's like, oh, is that it? But then you, I don't know, to me, I'm realizing, like, ooh, there's more coming. Because 
Brock's not done. Brock's not done. No, because you just pissed off Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just embarrassed him, so he's coming back. Yeah, I was like, this man is not going to just let you embarrass him and do nothing. <laughs> he better not. My boy Brock. Oh, you we should always talk about last, last episode. Uh, do you guys want to take a quick break? And Please. then we'll get back into yes. these last three yes. episodes already. I love God, yes. So you enjoy these words from our sponsors. Um, Marvel Cigarettes. Northrop Grumman, Vickion, and Lockheed Martin. Yeah. And we're back. Thank you to our sponsors, uh, Mortuaries Incorporated. Thank you for my burial. Yeah, where people are just dying to get in. <laughs> Nailed oh, oh, oh. Well. Look for Tater's tour dates for her comedy special. <laughs> Um, let's talk about the Raw after, um, Backlash real quick. This was the beginning of our tournament to determine the new heavyweight world champion. So, can I say something before we start? Please. So, I looked at the tournament thing when we were watching that, and the first thing I said was, yo, why the fuck are there people from SmackDown on this fucking tournament? Yeah. Yeah. So... Despite explicitly saying that this would be a championship that lives on the Raw brand, or specifically the brand opposite wherever Roman Reigns lands, uh, they decided to determine the champion by doing a tournament this way. So it's going to be four three-way matches. The winners of those matches would fight their own matches, leaving two people, and then they would... Those two are going to fight at Night of Champions a uh, week from Saturday. And uh, so that's how we would just determine the new world champion. That being said, so this is the first night. There's going to be two three-way matches, and the next two three-way matches are on SmackDown. So there are six contenders from the SmackDown brand for this supposed Raw-focused championship. Made no sense. Whatever. I don't... Whatever. Okay, man. This is how you know. <laughs> They're just making shit up as they go along, right? Like, I don't know, make a new championship. Who's it for? Raw, I guess. So that Roman Reigns can't have it. Who's going to go for it? Everybody. Okay. See, this is why it's, I can't keep Monday and Friday straight. Yeah, they've, they've muddled it so much, like on purpose. I think the the draft, I suppose, is them trying to clean up their show so that it's a little bit less like everybody's in every show. But I don't think they need to do that. It just seems unnecessary. Yeah, really? It's all for WWE, so what's the matter? Exactly. Uh, so our first match of the night is um. So we opened up with Cody. Cody's like, "Woo, isn't this great?" Hell, I think this was in Jacksonville. He goes, "Hey, Jacksonville, I was here during quarantine. I love y'all, and I won yesterday." And I don't know why Cody opened up because our first match is going to be Seth Rollins, Damian Priest, and Shinsuke Nakamura. But we do have a great moment where Cody makes eye contact with Seth Rollins on his way out, which is fun because obviously they've had a history culminating in that fateful fight where he tore his peck. Oh, God. Yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, so Damien Priest shows up. He is still favoring his fucked up leg from Backlash. Shinsuke Nakamura is out here doing some work. And uh, Seth Rollins is there, too. I'm not going to lie. It's a good match. It's a very it was a pretty decent match i'm gonna i don't know if i want to get into details but seth rollins ends up winning so seth rollins is Ooh. our first our first uh semi-finalist 
Worst uh, fucking decision ever. <laughs> Next, we have a, a little backstage moment where we sow some seeds of Imperium not getting along with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I don't know why, but it's pretty funny. We get uh, Vinci and um, Kaiser ask for like attention, and they show them disrespect. They go like, can we have five minutes? Listen, we know you're Imperium. You're going to be Imperium in five minutes, right? And that, I thought it was funny because like Kaiser's like, yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> so, um, and Kevin Owens is very funny. He's like, are he's so these guys are like Gunther's henchmen. Why does everybody have henchmen now? Which is real. Oh my god! Dude. I was just like, Kevin Owens is just so over people interrupting him when he's trying to talk. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, then we had another quick match of Alpha Academy versus uh, Mustafa Ali. Uh, so Otis, it's a one-on-one of Otis versus Mustafa Ali. Otis does does some Otis things. It's great. I love Otis. Um, but then Maxine and Chad Gable try giving him differing like advice from the corner, and he gets confused and he takes too long. But Ali manages to do a really cool like 450 slam and gets the pin. So go Mustafa Ali. He's on a hot streak. Boo! <laughs> Not a fan of him either. All right, I'm so sick of this fucking positivity. Fuck your positivity, all right? I'm all about the toxicness. Well, get ready, because uh, our next fight is the three-way of The Miz, Cody Rhodes, and Finn Balor. And if you want some toxicity, just before Cody Rhodes manages to get the pin on The Miz, Brock Lesnar comes and pulls him out of the ring and F5s him onto the floor and then through the announce table. And wowing. Cody Rhodes kind of deserved that, because the dumbass is like, Talking mm-hmm. shit about how he beat Brock Lesnar. I was like, bruh, you know, barely beat this you, man. You squeaked by a win. You did not beat Brock Lesnar, my guy. I'm like, you just pissed. Why? Why would you why would you piss off someone like Brock Lesnar? This man is like up. Uh, he looks like he wants to murder the world. Yep. Uh so Finn Balor does a quick dagger to um the Miz. So Finn Balor's our next semifinalist, and we get to Brock Lesnar grabs like a cameraman. He goes very Joker-esque, like, look at this face! And um, he grabs Cody Rhodes, grabs a mic, and is like, I want to fight, Cody. You, what do you think you got me? You know, doing all that shit. So so Brock's Sorry. out here. The impersonation of Brock Lesnar reminded me of Marge Simpson a little bit. I don't know what voice I was doing. <laughs> I knew you said that. What the fuck? I was just like, what the fuck is this? What's these mouth sounds? Oops. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, at one point during the during Brock's little breakdown here, um, someone just yells from off screen, kill him! Which I thought was very funny. Oh my god, dude. I absolutely loved it. I, was, I thought it was, thought it was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> I was just like, Jesus. <laughs> Well, you can tell he's a Brock Lesnar fan. Just like murder him. Murder, kill him. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, the it's next not, fight was. It's not like a kid, too. I think it was. Yeah, it must have been like some kid who was just, who had seats behind the announce table. So he got picked up. You know what? I heard um, um, from different articles that people had noticed that they piped in booze, that like there was some artificial crowd noises that got sent out over the the broadcast version. Really, I didn't. I didn't notice myself, but I heard some rumblings. People are like, "Why did you do that?" Everybody was booing. You did not need to 
artificially hype up this moment. Like we were all in sufficiently in it, anyways. What fuck? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like nobody. I feel like you shouldn't even fucking put shit like that in, anyways. Like no, I, I agree. Want, it should just be like natural. Like yeah, whatever happens, it happen. happens. Yeah, whatever yeah. happens, happens. I think people. It's people are showing up. People know what to do. They know their role in these shows. They understand the assignment. Uh, Ray Ripley fights Dana Brooke. I don't know who Dana is. Rhea beats her pretty quick, and uh, even goes to bully her more. She like gets her in a submission, and then even after she wins, she does a riptide again, and then does the submission again. Also, I don't know the name of Rhea's submission, but it looks gnarly when she like grabs their legs and like swings them up so that they're kind of in a wheelbarrow. Is that not the like sharpshooter? It's not a sharpshooter because a sharpshooter is like when you have them under you. She like it's like she does almost a sharpshooter. She's also doing the hold with her arms, not her her legs. Oh yeah. And then she like swings them up so that they're kind of in a sharpshooter position, but like facing away from her. It's really weird. I've only seen her do it, so I think it's her move. But it, just because Brie Ripley's so huge, she sells the shit out of like, oh fuck, this this submission looks gnarly. Uh, but even though she's out here bullying, Natalia comes and and like sends her packing. So I think we're setting up a, a minor rivalry here with Bria and Natalia. I don't know. I, I'm not the biggest fan of Natalia, to be honest. Against Rhea? No. Hell no. Oh, no. I just don't feel like... I feel like there could be a lot better challengers, rivalries. Than I her. agree. I kind of want Raquel Rodriguez to go. Oh, I like that. That'd be good. They're both... God, they're both huge. Mm-hmm. It'd be a wild like match. Battle of the Giants. <laughs> Well, that's, Honestly, that's what um, yeah. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte or Charlotte Flair almost felt like, right? Like Charlotte Flair uh, are also pretty big. That's true. And that was a match of all time. It was a historically great match. Yes. And then we sub not seen her. <laughs> she was just like, "All right, I lost. Fuck WWE." Now she got. She was mentioned on the roster. I forget which, but she was in the um, the draft. draft. Yeah. However, I've heard that she's taking a smart small break from WWE to work on her bodybuilding career. So really? good for her. Yeah. Uh so Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens go ahead and fight uh Imperium. Kevin Owens is kind of not giving a shit. They just win. Uh we go backstage. Sony Deville and Chelsea Green are trying to get um people to sign a petition against the injustices of the world. So they're just going full Karen. Talking to their manager. Oh, yeah, I love it. To to come back at a uh, you know, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. And we get a little moment where Candice LeRae, Johnny Gargano, Indy Hartwell, and Dexter Loomis are all on screen at the same time, making fun of this weird Karen thing going on. Oh yeah, their 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 whole little family dynamic or whatever. Mm-hmm. So now with Indy Hartwell out of NXT, oh, the whole family's together. <sighs> kind of sad to see what happened for that. Let's see. We also had Dominic Mysterio versus Xavier Woods. So this is going to be round one. This fight happens again. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And actually, I think it goes the same way on, the, on uh, this time as it did last time. Like, it's a good fight. Dom pulls the three amigos, but Woods is about to beat him when R- Rhea pulls. Mommy goes ahead and pulls Dominic out of the ring in order to, like, so Xavier Woods misses his elbow drop. And then Dom goes for a surprise roll up. The most devastating move in all sports entertainment and wins. Yes. Woo! Yep. Greatest of all time. <laughs> all because of his deadbeat dad. Yep. You can be he's... a championship too if you have a deadbeat dad. Yeah. I love it. You know what? He's I, I like Dom. I like Dominic. He's fun to boo at. 
No, he keeps he can boot. He keeps God, winning by pulling that, this little sneaky shit. I love it. Every time that man tries to talk, he just, no one lets him. Mm-hmm. They boot the shit out of that man. Uh, we go backstage again. The Miz is trying to talk Shinsuke into being like partners, I guess. But instead, Shinsuke is like, "Yeah, let's go fight each other next week." And Miz goes, "Ah, damn it." <laughs> <laughs> I love. Oh yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I I do enjoy the Miz. I do. I kind of really enjoy their little weird dynamic they're going with right now. Yeah, it's fun. Like I wouldn't even mind seeing them in the team. Even though I honestly, <laughs> low-key, don't want to see more teams. No, yeah, I, I don't know about in a team. I, I think Shinsuke Nakamura uh, shines by himself. The Miz shines as being just annoying to everybody. I find it funny. So uh, they're good. Good. I don't, I, I don't want to see more tag teams. There's so many of them. So many tag teams, uh, so many factions. <laughs> Speaking of teams, Karen and Sharon, uh, Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green, are still going around asking for people to sign their petition, but they actually run into Liv and Raquel, and Liv and Raquel sign it. They're like, yeah, alright, good. We'll fight you again. Bring it. Um, and Sonia and Chelsea let them know, like, oh, we were hoping, we were actually banking on you losing to damage control. This petition's for us to fight damage control. So it's like, ooh. Um, oh, I loved it. That sounds hilarious. <laughs> we get a quick interview with Cody. Cody looks on the brink of tears as he's saying, like, God damn it, Brock is a problem, but I guess I'll see him at Night of Champions. So Cody accepts his fight. So we're getting another one. Woo! Another Cody versus Brock. Up it's a street fight. Uh, so finally is our semifinal match of the night. Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. Ah, uh, what's there to say? Seth Rollins wins. You know? Finn Balor is a good fighter. It was. It's a really good match. Uh, I really liked this match. I was yeah. not happy about I was not happy about Finn losing. Would you have seen rather have seen Finn Balor go to the yes. semifinals? Yes, all day. Yes, <laughs> every day. Yes. All right. I, I want. I want to see Judgment Day get another championship. Yeah, and I like Finn's character better than Seth Rollins. Honestly, same. Yeah, I agree. I don't. I get nothing out a of little bit, Seth Rollins. Like he shakes it up a little bit. Seth Rollins is stick his tongue out and sing a song. No, that man really. That man's whole character is a whole song. It's his song, yeah. yeah it really is at this point. It was, like, it was that laughing thing. He's done it less lately, which I'm grateful for. To be honest. oh yeah, oh yeah, the whole Joker and, laugh thing. It never worked. God, I fucking hated that. Absolutely, absolutely hated that so much. Well, at least he's not doing the Joker thing no more. So at least there's that. Thank God. Uh, so let's go to SmackDown. SmackDown May twelfth. Uh, is our second half of this tournament. So the first match uh, is AJ Styles, Edge, and Rey Mysterio, I think. Uh, yes. Um, this fight was great. Everybody gets to the shrine a little bit. Edge goes crazy. Rey Mysterio misses his six one nine, his double six one nine, right? And I was a little bummed. Or is it the other way around? He's gonna get another six one nine, but later he brings back a double six one nine each year. I'm not gonna lie, I was, I was, I was hoping Rey Mysterio won this whole match. Yeah, you know, that was the kind of thing where I was hoping he would win, but I knew. I kind of figured it would be Raymond City or Edge. Really? Well, joke's on you. Yeah, yeah, definitely was. Because AJ Styles gets the win. Uh, with a pretty awesome move when he jumps on the top rope and like uses that to launch himself, oh, 50 uh, feet in the air. Oh, yeah, and brings the phenomenal forearm. Elbow. Yeah, right that down on was, Edge. So that he gets shit was, he got so much air on that shit, too. It was pretty wild. I was like, I was like holy shit. Out there, divine gravity. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, We waste no time right into match two. 
Austin Theory, Lashley, and Sheamus. This was the fight that I mentioned earlier. Austin Theory looks at Bobby Lashley and Sheamus is like, <laughs> go for it, right? Which is like very funny because it's very in character for Austin Theory to be all snaky and be like, yeah, I'll, I'll wait till you guys are done and I'll fight the winner who he's tired. But they immediately turn on him and they start fighting him. Um, at this point, I was hoping Sheamus would win because I want to see more Sheamus. I like Sheamus. I would like to see him with the championship. I agree. Uh, instead, Bobby Lashley wins, which I'm not mad at. Uh, I was like, uh, whatever. It's cool, yes. I like Bobby Lashley. Uh, but Sheamus does. I think he was still the star. Like when he did the uh, the beats of the Badron against um, Austin Theory. Very exciting. Like he was going to do it to to Bobby Lashley at first, but Austin Theory got in the way, so he did it to Austin Theory instead. Yeah, I love it. I'm very surprised. I was like, damn. So Bobby Lashley wins. So Bobby Lashley will be facing AJ Styles in the semifinal. I'll be honest, wasn't the biggest fan of I'm still not 100 sold on Bobby Lashley all that well. Like he's cool, but he's not like not like a wrestler I really care about seeing become a champion. Okay. Like you know who should have been Finn fucking Balor, bro. That's who should have been champion. <laughs> all right. Ooh, who do I want to see his? Ah, uh, you know I don't know. Part of me is okay O-T's. with the bronze. Oh, I want O-T's. O-T's. Yes. Yes. All yes. Right. Get him a ch- get him in in the Let's shit. All right. Get Otis a freaking no. champion. You know who I you know who I want to be champion? Ooh. Roman Reigns. Uh shut the fuck up. <laughs> we I, want... I, at this point I just want Roman Reigns to have literally every belt. Oh god, please stop. Oh god. That would that be so is... fucking funny. And then like everyone has to work together to try to take him down. <laughs> yeah, this is like he's like Thanos collecting belts instead of infinity stones. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Oh, it's so <laughs> funny. Be... I, I love about it. to have, have both the women's championship. Yeah. Yeah, he beats Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley somehow. Who just cheats. Solo Sokoa comes and spikes Bianca Belair so that Roman Reigns can pin her. Oh god. <laughs> That's so oh funny. Jesus Christ. Okay, so we have Baron Corbin lose against an NXT guy that I don't remember. Is that, is that the NXT guy who was really positive? No. That's the one who was like, oh, I'm so happy to be here. Maybe. I do I not. Was. I don't care. I, I didn't like him. I also don't really care about Baron Corbin. It's fine. I, I want him to win because like, yo, we do not do positive here. <laughs> Take anyways, out of here. Speaking of Roman Reigns, the bloodline shows up to say oh. what's up smackdown this is the first time they've gotten to address their new brand uh As a whole. roman comes out here he says hey guess who's done the work fucking solo sokoa guess who's not done the work the usos he would, and he's like um i need you guys to say sorry to me and jay kind of like laughs um nervously oh, oh i was like oh jesus and roman reigns is like you think I'm funny? You think I'm a clown? He does his Joe Pesci bit from the, the parody commercial. commercial yeah, he's like, oh, what? and he misses, he misses the commercial. He does. He even mentions, he's like, oh, I'm back in the commercial, huh? And he shoves Jay on his face. I'm sorry, Jim, Jimmy, like he shoves his face. And Jay jumps in and says, hey, hey, listen, I'm sorry. All right. And uh, uh, so Paul Heyman announces, all right, well, listen. Oh, before we get to that, can I- can we talk about the the words he said when he talked about Solo? Because Solo is just like we still have a Sammy, Sammy and a Kevin problem, right? And then he's like, we don't have a Kevin and Sammy problem. The only problem we have are an Uso problem. That's I was true. like, oh shit! 
Yeah, so he's like, you, you embarrassed me. Oh, it's so good. This I love this drama here in the book. Oh, Roman Reigns God. losing his shit, pulling some bad mafia boss shit. It was so good. I love it. They could put Solo and uh, oh my god, I blanked on his name. Roman? Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman there we go, as a uh, tag team. My, oh. I forgot my boy Paul's name. The well, little right. hamster fell off the fucking wheel and, there for a second. Tanner, I'm going to guess you didn't watch this one. This oh, no. Paul, Paul Heyman makes the announcement that the Bloodline will be attempting to take back the championship at Night of Champions from Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, but it's going to be Solo Sokoa and Roman Reigns to get the tag team oh, championship. Shit. Yeah. And Usos were not happy. Yeah, the Usos at this point are shoved off, basically. They're well, sidelined. I mean, Sammy did warn them. Mm-hmm. They were like, no. What, what I did like was the statement where he was just like, "Yo, why, why are you guys dedicating a tag team match to me, who's not even in a tag team? Mm-hmm. Why are you, we have family who are, you know, <laughs> legendary tag teams you could have dedicated to?" And then he's like, "Oh, I want to dedicate." Oh, yeah, this he he like lists the, them off, right? He lists yeah. some old wrestlers. Yeah, the Wild Samoans, and he's just like, "I want to dedicate this tag match." To the greatest tag team in our family, and he said the Wild Samoans. I was like, oh, oh, I was like, you guys are fucked, Usos. Roman is not gonna have it. Oh man. So personally, this goes back to my my Thanos statement. I want I want Roman Reigns to win so bad. I want I want him to take the titles from Kevin and Sammy, and I want him to wear all of them. It was gonna happen. It was gonna happen. They're gonna win, and it's gonna build up to. Bloodline versus Bloodline. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's gonna be sick. Roman wearing wearing just six different belts. Oh my god. <laughs> Snaps his fingers and only Jimmy disappears. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I'm truthfully like I'm really excited about this. I love how this is going. I think they're I... following up. Roman is kind of scary when he's angry. Oh, he is terrifying. And he has Solo as his, like, enforcer, literally, just, like, and they're ready oh. to, they're like, fuck you, Usos, we'll do the tag team in two. So, I'm I'm loving it. It's great. What, what I don't love is the fact that I'm going to miss this whole half pay-per-view. Oh, it happens during your work day, huh? Yeah. It, it, it's, we, can, we can watch it on VOD. Yeah, together. it's not the same. It's not the same. It's still not the same. No. It's not the same if watching it live. The fuck? By the way, so, as they're exiting, um... Roman Reigns makes icon, or he like. Oh yeah. Both he and Paul Heyman clock the uh, heavyweight championship because it's sitting out there, you know, as like decoration for the tournament that's going on at this time. So they take a look, like, hmm, we're gonna figure it out. We'll find out. Yeah, they're like, what the fuck? I was like, yo, why are you looking at that bitch? Stop. Get so, out loud. No, I don't know. I think we're gonna Thanos this shit. I think somehow. Oh. Roman Reigns is gonna end up with the tag teams and this this belt. I hope I hope so much that this is what happens. It's so silly. Oh, It'll be amazing. Christ. Oh Jesus Christ! No. We the Love ones. God. We the ones. Uh, no, he, he's the one. He literally the only <laughs> one with belts. <laughs> You're right. He is the one. Oh, Jesus, no, please. Uh, I will. I will. I will show up. I'll start like Yo, I challenge you, Roman. <laughs> Like get the fuck out of here, then just like flick you out. Uh, we get some minor teasing of um 
the Usos versus the LWO. Nothing too much happens about it, but the LWO is oh, yeah. hanging out and chatting, and the Usos are like, "What are you laughing at? What you think we're funny?" You know, so they they're human. So I'm assuming but, something's gonna happen. They're very they're very in their feels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like maybe maybe Yasha fucked up. Fucked Swung up. y'all. Swung big and they missed. Uh, so the next fight is Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Bailey and Dakota Kai. And I loved it. Uh, Liv Morgan and Raquel are my favorites. They're they were matching. They were wearing matching like yellow red outfits. And, like so, they're really hitting their stride as a tag team. I think. Really like them together. Mm-hmm. They still do not have a name. They do not have a name. Liv and Levita Loca, the number one contender as far as I can. I also <laughs> I support it. Also vote for this. Yes, I agree. Uh, but this is a good fight. Uh, Raquel grabs Liv and fucking throws her at people. Liv oh, does yeah. some cool moves. Bailey cheats again, but fucks up, and the ref catches it. And when she's, you know, distracted, Liv comes and gets a surprise roll up and wins. So Liv and Levita Loga still the champions, doing great. Thank God. And we're seeing more. I mean, not explicitly yet, but we're seeing more cracks form in the foundation of damage control. Because, like, Bailey is the one who kind of cost this match by trying to cheat again. Every time. Every goddamn time. They're going to turn on her at some point. Uh, we had a moment where Bianca had, like, a little celebration. Because, I guess, she's from Nashville, and this one was filmed in Nashville. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Asuka comes to shake her hand, but then sprays mist, and Bianca <laughs> loses her shit. Like, oh, I loved it. I've never she sells it. She sells it like she got pepper sprayed. Like she's like screaming and wailing. They even she go take her backstage. Like, yeah. She gets seen to by uh, medical professionals who are weirdly super jacked and have weird haircuts like they might be wrestlers. Who knows? Yeah. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah. Almost like they're it's almost like they're not real medical professionals. No, I would never. I would never do that. <laughs> I watched a 15 minute YouTube video once on first aid. <laughs> he figured it out. Uh, he was googling during that. How do how do how do you how do you, how do you fix face mist? How do you fix face mist? <laughs> how do you fix face mist? Oh shit! That's the episode. WebMD says it's stage four. Yeah, uh, we gotta take you to the back. Sorry, I'm not curable. Look at the red. It's so funny. Uh. <laughs> the fact that I know these medical people are all like this fucking. A local wrestler from that fucking state. I'm, every time I can't take that shit serious. Oh, oh, you a doctor? Sure. Fucking liar. <laughs> yeah, it's, or security guards. You know how they hire security guards with yeah, Mohawk like, shit. Well, yeah, I was like, yeah. What, what, what security guard do you work for, man? What's this fucking? What's that? What's that TV show on Netflix? The dude with the Mohawk, the karate one, metal. Oh, Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, Cobra? Or they fucking hire Cobra Kai to fucking protect their event? Oh, there's so much similarities between Cobra Kai and. WWE actually. That's no wonder that I like them both. Oh, I love it. Can we, can we have a cross crossover episode, please? Yeah, hell yeah. I would, oh I my would, god, I would, be, I would lose I would lose my shit if I saw some of the Cobra Kai kids like Oh my god, I would I'm hyped. I'll be hyped. I ain't gonna lie. Sign me up, WWE, do it. Please. Uh, so our last fight of the night is AJ Styles versus Bobby Lashley. Um good fight. I don't really have anything else to say. Bobby Lashley cut his head open, but there's more blood. On a SmackDown, nonetheless. Yeah, I was like very sh- surprised. Blood on network TV. Holy shit. Yeah, I was actually, like- I think Bobby Lashley, I think, actually cut his head during his fight with Sheamus. Yeah. And it just opened up again during this fight. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. just like, God damn. Don't do. 
Yeah. Your fucking head just get fucked. Uh, but AJ Styles wins with, I think, a similar move. He just gets a lot of fucking height. Comes down with the form. So AJ Styles is going to face Seth Rollins for the championship at Night of Champions, right? Let me be honest. I was, yep. I was very surprised that AJ Styles won, honestly. Yeah. I, I mean, AJ Styles is good. I, I'm a little surprised they're pushing him pretty hard. They seem to be. Because he hasn't been, they haven't been pushing him at all lately. No, but all of a sudden they're like, hell yeah, he's our guy. Shall we blackmail on somebody? We'll see. The Bullet Club is coming back. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, he, he does have his own group, though. OC. True. It basically is a Bullet Club. All right. So we have one last episode of wrestling. <laughs> and we're finally caught up. Woo! Like, thank oh, everybody uh, for who hung out with us for, for this giant intermission we've taken. Long, we, long, dead time. <laughs> And also, I guess we'll be shifting the schedule of the of this uh, podcast now because I think it might work for us better, right? If we start recording and editing in the middle of the week instead of on the weekend, what do you guys think? Yeah, I think so. That's fine. Oh. Depends on the day for me. Ah, I like it that we do housekeeping in the middle of the episode. Who does that, right? Suck it, podcasts. Yeah. Wait, what? Wait, wait what do we do? Housekeeping. Like, you know how at the beginning of podcasts, they're always like, oh, so, so you know, we're doing a live show and we're going to be doing this. And if you want to, you know, add our questions, go to our Discord. We're doing that shit in the middle of the episode. Yeah. Mavericks. What the fuck? We, we are not Jake Paul. Wildcard. Logan oh, Paul. Is, that, is that Logan Paul's? Mavericks? Yeah. No, Maverick. Ma- yeah. Oh, I'm pretty a- sure there's this fucking whole, like, little merch shit, ain't it? Or it used to be. I don't. I don't give a shit about Logan. I'm so glad I haven't seen him in weeks. I hope we can't continue that. <laughs> but I highly doubt. We just said his name three times. What have we done? <laughs> oh my god! Can be like, you know what? Can we trade like Logan Paul for Beetlejuice? Like, I feel like that would be more interesting. <laughs> Beetlejuice and WWE. Hell yeah! Right, I'm down. We just start having wrestling. Just random horror characters showing up. <laughs> you guys are gonna get a suplex over here. You know? Oh, dude, please let him. Because they're making a new one. Can we just have a commentary? Yes. Let, let, film? let Beetlejuice 2 promote on whatever, on SummerSlam. Oh, we'll my weird, God. We'll do a weird Mountain Dew pitch black match, but for Beetlejuice, it'll be great. Oh, I am I am, I am, honestly down to watch that. <laughs> I, will pay, I, will, I will pay extra money to watch this. <laughs> I, will, I want to be involved. All right. Me versus Beetlejuice. Spooky James versus Beetlejuice. Who will win? Probably Beetlejuice. Come that. I'm not very active, athletic. I was but... definitely Beetlejuice, but I didn't want to strike you down right off the bat. Uh, imagine, fucking imagine, my <laughs> friends not being supportive. <laughs> also, before I forget, hi Canada for all you Canadian listeners. We have made a joke about you. This podcast, I apologize. Oh, I was saving it. Do you, do you guys oh. want to get into raw? I have something to say. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. This is not it, but we opened Raw with uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, our favorite Canadians. Um, and they have a little powwow with the Judgment Day. The Judgment Day show up. And I was uh, like, oh, shit. Yeah. So they, and it's really funny because Kevin Owens immediately goes, like, Hey, I know you're going to say something. Uh, I don't care. Let's fight. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, God damn. Kevin, calm Kevin, down. Even, even Sammy's like, dude, you are, you are up here. You, all the time you're up here. What is going on? Oh, it's so funny. Um, oh, I love it. So yeah, like Damian Priest gets a couple of little words 
um Finn Balor says like, "All right, hold on everybody. We're just going to we're just going to talk for a minute." Uh Rhea Ripley gets the biggest cheers, which which I thought is great. Everybody loves Mommy so much. They start chanting Mommy even though she's supposed to be the heel in this case. And then um, Sam, then Sam was like, "I think we would all like to hear what Dominic has to say." <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. You know what? This is this was one moment I did clock it myself. I was like, "Those are fake booze, aren't they?" And I was like, "That's not necessary." I swear to God. Go. I don't know if you want to go to that episode. I swear, there's fake booze over. It it, it, it does sound like it. They or they like piped up the the audience mics like huge, like it's absurdly loud booze. Yeah, I was like listening to. I was like, "Yo, that don't even sound like normal." No, yeah, they they amped it up or something. It's ridiculous, and so it's very funny. So like everybody loves mommy and everybody hates Dom. Yeah, I, I still think it's hilarious. So, uh, but Kevin goes like, ah, I'm gonna hit him. <laughs> so he goes to punch Dom, and but Rhea jumps in the middle. Mommy saves him again, and as they're distracted, Damian Priest clocks Sammy. Rhea clocks Kevin Owens. Judgment State starts beating up on. Uh, Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens. Sammy j- runs out and gets a chair and chases them off. So that's how we start. We're going to be having a match of Canadians versus Judgment Day. Uh, spoiler alert. I'm pro Judgment Day. Go, Mommy. I'm mommy all day, day, every day. You know what I thought about? Hmm. Nobody, in Judgment day is, nobody in Judgment Day is American. Except Dominic. Dude, you're right. Hell yeah. Because Finn's from Ireland. Diversity is from Puerto Rico. Well, yeah, no, change it. Priest from Puerto Rico. That's basically America. Mm-hmm. That is America. So it's an American territory. Yeah, I still feel like there's a lot of uh, identity there that's kind of like apart from the Not U.S. Bad. In my opinion, yeah, but, you know, yeah. I kind of, I always feel like Puerto Rico is their own country. Basically, they kind of are. It's kind of fucked up, but we we're not a politics. No. <laughs> Uh, so here's the thing. I had to watch this on VOD on Hulu. I don't know what it is about Hulu, but they skip episode. They skip some matches on their raw VODs. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's that. So we had The Miz versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I did not see this much, but it looks fun. Did you not watch it on YouTube? I guess I could, but I did not watch podcast. Uh, it. Was, it was a, I thought it was a good match. Okay. It was fun. And I guess who won? Please tell me Shinsuke won. Yes. Okay. I would accept the Miz winning with some snake shit, not winning. No, the Miz lost, but it was still a good match. Okay, cool. I feel like, I feel like both of them really work well together. Mm-hmm. That's but awesome. Yeah, was, I thought it was a good match. Well, then I'll definitely be taking a look at this on YouTube. Let's see. Next, we have um, Gunther jumps up on the announcement table and presides over oh, yeah. The battle royale to determine who will face him at Night of Champions for his Intercontinental title. This battle royale is pretty fucking wild. I loved it. So Baron Corbin goes out pretty much right away. Boohoo. Um, not very surprised. Dexter Loomis is the one that throws him. Also not surprised. Um, one of my favorite parts is um, <laughs> the uh, I think um, Alpha Academy throws out the maximum male models. So the Alpha like. I don't know what is going on there, but uh, uh, what's what's her name? Is um Maxine? Yeah, Maxine cheered for it. Yeah, there was some. There was a moment I think when one of the male models looks at her and is like, "Why? Why have you done this to us?" Which is very funny. Yeah, I was like, oh, "Ooh, ooh, she uh, she's all on that Otis train." As are we all. One of my favorite signs in the crowd that I saw was just Otis three sixteen. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, so good. Oh man, I love Otis. 
uh, I think uh, Alpha Academy even manages to one of the Viking Raiders before Bronson Reed grabs Otis and the other Viking Raider and upends both of them out of the ring. Oh, yeah. Bron- so Bronson Reed is an absolute monster in this fight, and it's great. Dude, he kicks so much ass. They even, they even did the shit where, like, everybody gangs up on Bronson Reed. We saw the same thing at Elimination Chamber, where they all had to, like, super kick him. <laughs> to oh, get yeah, him oh, I fucking loved it. But in this case, they all team up on him, and they send him outside of the ropes, but they don't make him hit the ground. Um, eventually, what makes him hit the ground is, like, Ricochet is working on him. He's he does like two different jumps out of the ring to try to like finally oh, smack yeah. him. But Bronson Reed catches him on the ropes, oh. on the apron. He catches Ricochet. And as he's wriggling, Mustafa yeah. Ali jumps, gets the the drop kick. kick and puts them both on the ground. So Mustafa Ali wins. is the winner. What a oh my god. I cannot I could never have seen I, this. Well, I'm watching this live. All I could say was, what the fuck? Of all people, this man won? You know what's funny? I'm not, I'm not a few weeks ago, I saw a little promotional spot that Mustafa Ali did in Jeddah, where they're going to be having the Night of Champions. Yeah. And I I should have seen from that moment, I was like, oh, they're going to push Mustafa Ali. I suppose he's, I, I'm not, I have no idea. I'm assuming he's Muslim. And obviously Jeddah is a huge Muslim city. So yeah. I think they're doing the similar thing that like they did with Selena Vega in Puerto Rico, where they're just giving them their homeboys, which is yeah. cool. I like it. That's cool. That's wild. I think Gunther's going to destroy him in front of yeah, his oh, people, yeah. which is a little fucked up. But yeah. but this is all right, fun. All right, bro. Y'all keep talking. I got to go back. All right. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to listen. Keep talking. <laughs> so, okay, that just happened. I'm dumbfounded. Uh, We're a very okay. classy podcast, by the way. Very classy. Very classy. Um, our next little bit is we have Becky Lynch. She goes off on Trish Stratus. Oh, we didn't mention there was a moment in one of the previous episodes where Becky Lynch attacked Trish, Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus was doing some funny thing where she was like, Becky Lynch is missing. And they did a prank where they played her music. Anyways, Becky Lynch comes out here, says, I made a mistake. I trusted this snake and I bet all y'all knew it, but I was too blinded by my own problems. But Hell yeah, let's get her. So they're leading up to next Raw. Becky Lynch is going to have a contract signing with Trish Stratus. So I assume they're going to be doing a fight at Night of Champions. So that's interesting. I hope the comically uh, large-sized popcorn bag makes a reappearance for this. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, <laughs> lo- looking back on that, I'm just realizing how much of a Seth Rollins move that was from Becky Lynch. <laughs> that was She pulled it off so well. And she I really did. She uh she was channeling her hubby, which is great, and I, I love Becky Lynch so much. So I'm I am only disappointed that she has to fight Trish Stratus because Trish Stratus is not an entertaining wrestler, not at all. So I would, you know what, you know what, hear me out. This is what happened. WWE, I know you're listening. Triple H, hi Paul. Uh, pull it. Trish Stratus at the contract signing gets Becky Lynch to fight someone else in her stead. She pulls that snake shit. That's more interesting. Hell yes, I stand by it. Uh, you know what? At the end of this um segment, as Becky Lynch is leaving, we see Rhea Ripley watching the TV, and the and Kathy gives a quick moment of like, "So you're like keeping an eye on the women's division, aren't you?" And you know, Rhea makes a couple of comments before Natalia shows up. So what'll be interesting is Rhea Ripley comes after Becky Lynch. We'll see. Well, that'd be interesting. Yeah, 
I like a Picasso. Um, so Dominic comes, they, she, he holds Rhea Ridley his hand and he's like, let's go mommy. And so they go off. Dom uh, brings his mommy out to go fight Xavier Woods round two rematch with Xavier Woods. And like we said before, it goes kind of exactly the same. Like at, at some point, Rhea Ripley even stands literally between Xavier Woods and Dominic and uh, the referee kind of gives her a stink eye, but he never really catches on when she finally pulls Dominic out of the way, smacks Xavier Woods, sends him back in the ring and Dominic gets a surprise roll up. The most devastating move in all sports entertainment. <laughs> Boo. So Xavier Woods loses again. Oh my gosh. Poor Xavier Woods being bullied. That by man, these. That, man, that man never won shit. Never. Poor guy. Well, he almost won the Intercontinental title, remember? Oh, yeah, that's true. Forget about that. That was forever ago, though. That was forever. So uh, wait on Kofi to get back. Oh, Kofi, come back, Kofi. And Big E. You know, I have the whole New Day. Maybe they'll have, like, when the New Day come back, they'll go after the bloodline. We have a spot with Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is angry at Brock Lesnar. Says, I'll see it. I'm, I'm the hunter now. I think this was the first time that I've seen a Cody rant that felt a little more silly than hype. Like, like all wrestling monologues are kind of silly, but sometimes when you just like pull them through, especially Cody is so good at this that I'm just like, whatever. Hell yeah. This one, I think, kind of felt a little short to me because even at one point you could see he kind of gave up on his line of thought. He tells like this weird scorpion and the frog parable and he's like, well, you think you're a hunter? How's your face look? And it's like, what did that have to do with anything? Oh my god. Okay. All right, Cody. Well done. We get it. You're going to fight Brock. So this is to me it was one of the weaker Cody Mike moments, but Cody's still Cody. I think it's Cody's going to die. You think Cody's going to die? I have something is going to happen for sure. He'll get his ass beat. Um speaking of Kofi come back, Liv Morgan, I guess was injured, who's I think it's a real injury too, which worries me. So Raquel had to have a one-on-one with uh Chelsea Green. Uh, which, you know, that worries me because I love Liv. I want her back. I want her to be be okay. So I hope for a speedy recovery. But when when you see stuff like Kofi and Big E going out, like every now, injuries sort of like scare me. It's like, oh no, am I going to lose my favorite wrestler for many weeks in a row? Feels bad, man. Yeah. We also haven't seen Drew McIntyre in a long time, so that's also weird. But yeah, Raquel, I liked this fight a lot. Raquel beat the absolute crap out of Chelsea Green. Um, She... Did her signature moves, which are like her, her huge backwards toss. She did it like tw- three times in a row and did like that twisting senton thing after she builds it up with like a bull rush and did her Tejana bomb. It was she was ch- channeling Rhea Ripley like crazy. She grabbed Chelsea Green, threw her like eight feet in the air and slammed her down and pinned her the way that uh, Rhea Ripley usually pins people after a riptide. Oof. Oh, yeah. Oof. yeah. God, I love Raquel. Raquel's awesome. Uh, but on her way out, even though Raquel is absolutely dominating Sharon and Karen, on her way out of the ring and fresh off her victory, she gets sidelined by Ronda Rousey. Uh, fucking wild. Who, who I haven't seen since WrestleMania. She comes yeah, in like gives her this like kick out of nowhere that puts her down. She holds her steady while um, Shayna Baszler gives her this huge loud knee to the face. Saying, like, get ready to defend your title. So I, I think this might be happening at Night of Champions. We're going to see Ronda Rousey. Um, but yeah, so that's going to happen. I hope Liv comes back. I hope she's okay. But either way, I am all up on Raquel Reggie. Yeah, she's really dope. Um, <laughs> all 
our next spot, we see Gunther shaking hands with somebody off camera. And based on the fabric of the uh, suit, I knew exactly who it was already, but they make a really like funny reveal of it. Oh, yeah, it, is, same. it is Paul Heyman. And it's so funny because he's talking to Roman Reigns on the phone and they have like a, a visitor badge on his phone that says like visitor Paul Heyman. So like literally he's not allowed on the raw premises as he's. What he has a visitor pass, like he requested one. That's so funny. I love it. So Paul Heyman is doing some deals with Gunther. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder what will come of this. Yeah. So I think this Gunther. <laughs> Gunther. So this brings us to our last fight, which is Sammy and Kevin versus Finn Balor and. I was really hyped for this match. This is a good match. Um, Sammy and Kevin hold their own pretty well, but Damian. Gets held back by Finn, and Finn literally just calls the rest of Judgment Day out from back. So oh, yeah. Rami and, and Dom just like just come from their, you know, fresh off their victory. And they get, they start to interfere a little bit, but they don't really make too much of a dent. And eventually the refs even see them and like eject them out, <laughs> which is very funny. And like, it's always funny to me when they act super indignant about it. Like, oh, come on, ref. Why, why you said, why are you ejected me? It's like, you are cheating. <laughs> you got. Caught. Oh, I love it. <laughs> How do you stand on a leg here? What are you doing? Oh, uh, so Sammy and Kevin are still kind of winning, but but um, Imperium shows up and they start cheating. Gunther gets in on it. Gunther like holds Sammy's leg, giving him, and while Imperium distract the ref and Kevin Owens, and eventually, uh, Finn Balor I think gets the double stomp on Sammy and he gets the pin. So the the tag team champions face like a kind of a loss. They're beset on all sides by Paul Heyman's machinations, but they lose. Hmm. I, I was very surprised. Well, obviously, this is not like a tag team match, right? Like, this is not for the championship. No, there's, there's just like they're just like, ah, we want to fight. Literally, that so exact they, like, line happens. <laughs> we just want to fight. That's true. But also very shocked that Imperium are yeah. being used as like the bloodlines kind of goons yeah for sure i wonder what presumably paul Heyman has promised something towards gunther that's and all i, I think i can't imagine what that would be a champion match Ooh, that'd be so fun gunther versus roman reigns dude that would be god i can't imagine that could be great i already know who i would cheer for <laughs> roman not the bloodline. roman reigns needs to take the intercontinental title who has another belt Oh Jesus yeah. Christ! I think about that. Jesus Christ! Title versus title. The man just owns every title at that All point. The belts. I want Roman Reigns to be bursting at the seams with belts, just belts on belts on belts. It's so funny. It's just like a, mechaz- a megazord of, of belts just all coming together. It's there's gonna, call, there's gonna call him like Roman All Belts or some shit. Roman All Belt. They could call uh, him yeah. Roman Reynos. Like oh, oh, <laughs> oh Lord. I hate it. Oh, I just <laughs> realized I missed I missed the thing about um Canadians. Oh, uh, the announcer mentioned that when Chelsea Green was fighting Raquel Rodriguez that she wanted to bring the belts home back to Canada because she knew none of their hockey teams were doing that. So oh, I, just, God. I just thought that was great that Chelsea Green mentioned how Canadian hockey teams have not won the Stanley Cup in a while because oh, I love it. We didn't we yeah. actually talk about that on our podcast? Yeah. At some point, yeah. 
Either we talked about I, it on a podcast or we talked about it to a Canadian. I can't remember which one. I'm not sure. Either way, uh, Canada, step it up. Come on. America, we beat you in your own sport. Raquel Rodriguez beat you. The, the Bloodline and Judgment Day collectively are, are knocking your boys, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, down for the count. What are you doing? Come on, Canada. Yeah, we're going to start beefing the whole fucking country. What's going on? You need you need a little more poutine? You need a little another need some donut? Of that beaver tail? You need some more maple Man, syrup? making me hungry. <laughs> I am pretty hungry right now, I ain't gonna lie. That's so good right now. What do you say we call it a day, get some food, and we will see everybody again next week after a couple more episodes of Rest of WWE. I think now's a good time to call it. Bye. So long, friends. Yeah, so oof, I think we'll get back on schedule now. We'll be doing it midweek. And uh, yeah, uh, usually I would talk more about AEW, but I think we've talked enough because we've had a lot to catch up on, and I have not watched it. Some of us that's are dying. That. And also, uh, yeah, Spooky's dying. I'm dying. They might be dying. It's a rough time. Rest in peace. <laughs> Everybody go get your poutine and a crawler at Dimmy's. Huh? Hell yeah. yeah. Drink water. Drink water. Do crimes be gay. Hell yeah. <laughs> well hydrated yeah. and I think we'll call it there we'll see you next week goodbye everybody bye Ooh.